When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the K-State Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Jeff Mitty Show, brought to you by Powercat Sports Grill, where fans, friends, and families watch every game. People's State Bank, serving Wildcat fans since 1897. People's State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Kansas Strong, get the facts at kansasstrong.com. And by... The Kansas Soybean Association, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. This is the Jeff Mitty Show. Here's Brian Smoller. And welcome to another edition of the Jeff Mitty Show presented by Powercat Sports Grill, where fans, friends, and families watch every game. Brian Smoller along with the fashionably on-time Jeff Mitty, head coach of the Wildcats, who joins us here for today's show. How are we doing? Good. Are we on? We're on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfectly timed. Well done. Uh, hopefully you're not too out of breath. I actually got a little nervous on this one. I usually like to do that just to make you uh, I know. nervous, but I actually got a little nervous on this one. So uh, <laughs> I actually had to sprint up the stairs. I was uh, sprint might be a loose word, but uh, I, I did hustle up the stairs. You, you moved quicker than previous. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. We've got, already got a couple of questions in via Twitter lined up for the show today. We've got the Senior Day program for tomorrow to talk about. So we'll talk about the two seniors to be honored, Ashley Ray and Sydney Goodson. We'll visit a little bit about the TCU game. Clearly, the big win for the Wildcats in overtime yesterday, a thrilling win for the Wildcats, 79-76. to 76. We'll talk about that contest, and we'll touch on the Big 12 as we near the end of the regular season of the Big 12 Conference. There are still some races to be decided. One involves K-State, and there are some player awards and coach awards. Those end-of-season awards we'll get to if we have time. So if you want to get in on the action, we'd love to hear from you. You can call us toll-free and join us on the phone, 1-866-KSST-CAT. That's one 866 5778228 you can also join us uh, on the Facebook stream and jump in with a question there or you can tweet at Brian Smolder that's tweeting at me and you can get your question in on Twitter and we'll get it on the air for the coach of the cats all right let's talk first about this TCU game from yesterday 79-76 in overtime just a back and forth affair down the stretch early on you guys built up a big big lead uh, led by 16 at one point and a lot of that was coming from the play of, of Chrissy Carr, who puts up 20.6 rebounds in the first half and was just all over the place. Uh, getting offensive rebounds, defensive rebounds. Uh, th that first half, was that the best 20 minutes of basketball you've seen from Christiana Carr in her career here at K-State? Uh, yeah, no question. Um, it started with an offensive rebound, which is um, an area that we've been wanting her to improve in. But uh, I, I was the best 20 minutes, most efficient 20 minutes that uh, she has played in her career. And good to see her mix her game up. Uh, got to the free throw line. Um, obviously, she's a great shooter. Um, but she's capable of mixing her game up like she did. And, uh, yeah, she played fantastic. Well, it certainly gave you guys quite a lift. And, and even though Ioka Lee didn't get really into a serious foul trouble, I mean, she got a couple of fouls there in the early part of it, because of Carr scoring so much, it took the 
pressure, it seemed like, off everyone else. Rachel has kind of a tough night, but does some other stuff for you. One of the points that uh, we were talking about today in the office, you look at Rachel Ranke, she's a plus eight in her time in the game and the plus minus, even despite uh, a tough day shooting the basketball. I guess that's a lesson to, to people, too, that it doesn't I mean, Chrissy, yes. Ioka, yes. We'll get to them in their scoring in a moment. But you can affect the game in many, many more ways than just scoring points. Well, I thought the area that Ray, there were two areas I thought Rachel was pretty solid in. One, I thought she defensive rebound again very well. And then two, I thought um, uh, in reversing the basketball, I thought she made good quick decisions there against kind of their mixing up the defenses. And so, um, you know, she gives us a trail that is pretty confident in that area. So, you know, when you talk about, um, yeah, just contributing, especially late when we were trying to catch uh, TCU before they could get their defense set, I thought Rachel moved the ball quickly to the right player at the right time. Well, you talk about the offensive attack there, the defensive side of the ball, you really did a good job on TCU early. Shot the ball terribly in the first half, just 29%. Now, they did have some that went in and out, so maybe a bit unlucky. But what did you do defensively that was different to the first time around that worked well in this matchup in the first half? Well, our, we t you and I, as you and I have talked, uh, uh, one of the things I wanted to be better at in this game was just simple awareness of where their best shooters were. We had a better awareness of 15. We better had a better sense of urgency. And then I think we did a good job of uh, forcing some uh, herd, had some step back threes that, you know, were tough shots. And, um, you know, I thought we got at the right players at the right time. So, I mean, I just think we had a better awareness. We had good energy. That wasn't the issue. We had good energy, had good awareness. And then, yeah, uh, you know, sometimes players just miss and um, sometimes you get fortunate that way. We didn't get very fortunate in the second half because Hurd got really hot and then they got fortunate with some uh, a bank in. They, they had a couple drives that I think were balls that we even got our hands on that still went in. So, you know, there's give and take in that game. The game's always going to have some ebbs and flows of, of good bounces, bad bounces, uh, um, I, a lot like my golf game that I haven't played in a while. But um, uh, generally, the more sound you are, <laughs> the more consistent you are, those things work themselves out. The other area, of course, that was of note last night was the free throw line. You guys early, often, and throughout the entirety of the game not only went to the line a lot, but made a lot of free throws. 29 of 34 at the free throw line for K-State. 29 makes the most since 1990. Quite a number there, Coach. Obviously, uh, I, I know you've made the joke before about free throw defense and that your free throw defense or free throw offense is good, but getting to the line that many times usually means aggressive play on the offensive end. Uh, your thoughts on, on that many attempts and then makes by the Wildcats, and what does it say moving forward? I thought, I thought it started with Chrissy in the first half of driving the basketball and getting them in a situation uh, where we were in the bonus uh, early, you know, and then um, and then it continued on. It was probably the most consistent getting to the free throw line. Sometimes that comes in waves as well, where you look up and you're like, well, the first quarter we shot a bunch, second quarter the officials weren't calling as much. But I thought we were really consistent in our attack and um, really consistent with um, getting touches inside, but also getting aggressive of drives to the basket so a good mix of attack by us and um, you know and and then step into the line and knocking them down you know it's one thing to get there but you got to knock them down and we had players knock them down knock them down throughout the game but especially knock them down late yes they did and helped seal this victory Lauren Hurd makes the three-point shot a banked in three as you said at the end of regulation one of those you're, you're thinking man there's no way this is going to go one on the shot clock seemed to be forced Chrissy was there but she banks it in, ties the game. You guys call timeout, draw up the final play. Why don't you take us through that final five seconds of regulation? What were you trying to get? It ended up with a decent look. Emily Ebert uh, going up for a shot, just left it short. What were the options there for you guys on that final play? Uh, we wrapped Chrissy around the post knowing that, um, one, everybody – knows that Everett really uh, passes the ball well to to leave from that spot. So we wrapped Chrissy knowing that uh, they would chase her, at least felt like they would chase her. Um, we took Rachel through to the ball side corner, feeling like they'd at least go with her as well. Uh, brought Sid up out of there, um, but they had Ebert's player off of her. So we were going to go right back to Ebert right away and to see if she had an inside attack to Lee. And I think there was a window that 
that she might have had, but it was a small window. They got up and pressured her, and then Everett made, I think, a good decision. Now, I think she had a little more time than she thought. She could have got deeper, but um, it was a good decision by her to, to get inside the elbow, and I think she probably had one more dribble that she could have gone. But um, our, our design was to really go right back to Everett and right inside if we could. So the game is tied. You get into the huddle. You're going to overtime. There has obviously been a history this year of leads that were blown and games lost, including one in overtime. Did you sense any sort of panic, frustration, uh, fear in the in the eyes of your team when you came into the huddle before overtime? Or did you feel pretty confident that you were going to have a good shot to win this one in OT? Well, I don't know that this one felt like, you know, some of the others. I mean, it was a 16-point lead in the second quarter that got down to 10 at half. You know, those are different. And, and I talk about the ebbs and flows of the game. I mean, you know, how many times have we, we were down 14. Uh, we were down double digits a couple years ago in five straight road games and won them all, right? So, I mean, it, it obviously there's a lot of game left. So this one didn't feel like some of the leads that have evaporated in the end of the third, fourth quarter. So... There was there there was not a sense I didn't sense it when we were going to overtime that any players were disappointed. They felt like this was a hell of a ball game, felt like it was a back and forth. Players were making plays. We were making plays. We had to make plays to get there. They made plays to get there. So the sense was is we got a five minute game right here and let's uh, let's win this five minutes. And so uh, I felt good coming out of the timeout, felt like we were in a good place both physically and mentally it didn't feel like we were tired on the floor felt like we had enough juice and and uh, felt uh, felt pretty solid coming out of the time you know coming out of the end of regulation right and the overtime at the end of overtime it gets tied again and TCU has an opportunity to shoot a three to tie this game up and Tavy Diggs hits a shot from the corner but her foot is on the line from your vantage point, did you think that was a three? Did you think it was good when it went when it left the hand? How early did you know that that was a two-point make? And, and does everybody have the awareness at that point to get everything situated that it needs to be? Timeout called, advance the ball, all that sort of stuff. Well, we obviously don't handle that situation very well. I mean, uh, let me go back through the timeout. The timeouts, you know, we're, uh, uh, we're going to foul them, for one, because we have a foul to give. So we're going to foul. Well, Chrissy extends a little too much, and she tries to reach for the player out about half court, but it, she lifted up a little bit and got off balance, and the kid went right around her. Well, then all of a sudden we're crashing down, which there was supposed to be zero help. Aoka Lee actually asks the question, so you're saying if they go for a two, let them go. And so, yeah, we were, if they went for the two, we were not going to, you know, we weren't going to challenge it because you don't want a three point play that way either. And we had a timeout to advance. So um, we did a lot, a lot of things wrong. A lot of things happened in those situations. But from my vantage point, uh, when she caught it, uh, wasn't real crazy about it. Um, <laughs> when I saw her foot go to the line, I'm like, she's on the line. So I knew fairly early. And I will say, uh, I don't know Missy's last name, the official, but she immediately went with the, the hand signal to the toes on the line. I was just hoping that our angles were good and that uh, uh, K-State HD had a good angle on it as well <laughs> because they got to go over there and get the angle from you guys, right? That's right. Uh, we did, and uh, it worked out, and then K-State was able to take it from there. Although, uh, speaking of a game of inches, before we go to a break, the final gasp from Lauren Hurd from three-quarters court. We were just talking off air before we went on. Jesse uh, up here with us, uh, and everyone was talking about after the game. You're thinking there's no chance, right, uh, with a second left that TCU could hit anything, and Lauren Hurd came within, what, two inches of perhaps tying that thing up and send it to double overtime? Yeah, and, um, you know, the way things were going, you, you know, you just kept watching the ball, and it felt like it was in the air forever, right? <laughs> you know, it's a lot like it's slow motion towards the rim, and you're like, you know, give me something that it's wide left or something. <laughs> but uh, uh, it was pretty close. Um, we rewatched it as well, and uh, uh, it, it's great to rewatch it when they bounce off, you right. know. So, uh, anyways, game inches in a lot of ways, and um, – Proud of our group for handling a lot of situations uh, pretty well. Stepping to the line. Uh, those are not easy free throws. And, uh, you know, obviously you get them through repetition and practice and, and, and going through those things. But our players really uh, hit some big free throws down the stretch. Yes, they did. All three in the overtime to seal that win. And the Wildcats go on to victory. We'll talk. Now have won two of the last three games and are starting to 
heat up as they finish this regular season. We'll take a break, come back. Much more on the TCU game and more on individuals for the Wildcats. When we return, we've got some questions loaded up from Twitter. We'll get to those as well when we return on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer and Bud Light Seltzer. IRC Beer. Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. Heat, drought, wind, hail, northern corn leaf blight, gray leaf spot. If your corn is under stress, you are too. Get Veltima fungicide, swift activity, with fast payback, an expanded application window. <sighs> Makes life simple, and it's the secure choice. With powerful residual for visibly healthier corn. Swift, simple, secure. Veltima fungicide. Call your BASF rep today. Always read and follow label directions. Veltima fungicide is not registered in all states. Making ends meet has always been a challenge, but lately, additional new sources of energy have been driving up costs faster than we can keep up. For people on a fixed income, the impact of costly additional energy sources hits hard. Fact is, oil and natural gas remain the most economical energy source known to the world today, lifting up Kansas families with affordable, reliable energy. That makes all the difference for a Kansas family like mine. Get the facts about Kansas oil and natural gas. Oil and natural gas helps keep every Kansas family strong. People's State Bank offers 10 convenient locations statewide. Whether you're looking for a loan, personal or business accounts, ATMs, mobile banking, or bill pay, PSB wants to help you. At People's State Bank, we take pride in our communities. Check us out at psbbanks.com. People's State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Back on the Jeff Benny Show, presented by Powercat Sports Grill, where fans, friends, and families watch every game. Brian Smolder, along with the head coach of the Wildcats, Jeff Benny, Nate Lewis, back in their studios in Jeff City, Missouri. Caleb Benke, Jesse Piper, our entire crew with us here for the show. That We've uh, kind of makeshift done these on the fly and remotely using Zoom here from two different locations. Looking forward to getting back in person uh, next year. Talking about the TCU win, K-State wins in overtime. We've got some more questions lined up from the folks. Uh, first one comes from Facebook and our good friend Nick Lander, who loves to jump in with questions. Nick asks uh, this question. He says, Coach, great win last night. I was uh, curious about your thoughts on the ESPN Plus broadcast and the crew and watching the replay, it seemed like they were way too excited about Herd's banking three at the end <laughs> of the fourth quarter. <laughs> um I agree, Nick. <laughs> I, I, uh, what's oh, funny? What, what's funny is in any. I, I don't always watch the uh, broadcast uh, back. You know, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It depends on time and all those things. And uh, I actually did watch the last quarter and overtime <laughs> last night, <laughs> and um, uh, it, it was exciting. I can assure you, Nick. Um, <laughs> I know the TCU crew down there, and they have never been that excited when <laughs> we've banked one in. <laughs> uh, and I'm friends with those guys. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, I uh, speaking of that, Brian Estridge was calling the game last night, uh, filling in. Really? So he did call the game last night. He was texting me during the game, TCU, uh, voice of the Horn Frogs, uh, normally men's basketball, football, but, and a good friend of Coach Minnie's. But here, so, Nick, just for your edification, I, I'm the one that's calling the games. I'm big to now on ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> That's me, uh, along with Missy Heidrich. And the, the the truth of the matter is that we're supposed to be unbiased in our ESPN broadcast and ESPN Plus broadcast. It is a K-State production, but we're trying to make it a Big 12 production. So it's supposed to be 50-50. And uh, no doubt Lauren Hurd was playing exceptional basketball. And, and at times, those screams and the yells might be more frustration. They sound excited, but uh, I can assure you that my head is down on the table when that happens. If we were down on the court, you'd see physically <laughs> my reactions to those things. But uh, up top, it's a little easier for me to hide from people. But 
Anyway, so we'd I'll, see your lack of professionalism. That's right. You hundred percent, hundred percent. If I'm on the road on radio, I'm usually standing up, pump, fist pumping <laughs> on a cat wind and everything else, and it's usually uh, gotten me in trouble in the past. But anyway, so thanks for the constructive criticism, Nick. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, more questions from. Um, um, and the comments, uh, Randy Strothman, who's a, a good friend of the show, and we see him quite a bit over at Paracat Sports Girls, says, Coach, you must be happier with the improvement in ball handling during the game, especially in late stages and in overtime. Uh, thought on the ball handling of the Wildcats against TCU. I think it's improved. I don't think, uh, you, you know, it's probably never um, – probably never going to be exactly how you want it. There were things last night that I, I was – we had worked on a few things when they went to that stack zone and, and the trap that we weren't executing very well in that stretch. Um, but I think our players are taking better care of it. I think they're more patient against it. They're certainly handling the press better. I think those things have improved. I think they're – I still – I did not feel like last night we attacked the press as aggressive as we talked about going into – and uh, that that's got to continue to be because there's 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 there is um, getting the ball up against the press and there is making people pay for pressing you. And um, when we've been really good, go back to the Kansas game, we made them pay for pressing us. And, and last night we really didn't make uh, TCU pay enough for the press or the trap in the half court. But I do think our ball handling has improved. Uh, certainly saw Simone Goodrich and Sidney Goodson each take turns uh, running the point. Jada Moore got in there for a little bit uh, against TCU and we'll see more of the press coming up against West Virginia. We'll talk more about that coming up a little later. The the Wildcats against the Mountaineers, the matchup tomorrow night, senior day for the Wildcats. More on those uh, subject matters a, a little bit later. Uh, TCU in the second half, Lauren Hurd kind of gets rolling, as we mentioned before. TCU, who shot the ball poorly in the first half, heats up in the second half. Did you feel like defensively that they had made adjustments to your zone or man defense that caused some issues and you weren't able to adjust back? What allowed them to guess, get going in the second half other than just Hurd? doing what Lauren Hurd does? Well, I think a couple of our concerns coming in were that uh, when they went with a 5-1 ball screen and with Lee in foul trouble, we don't want her to come out and be too aggressive. Now, if she does, if she goes into that stretch with not having fouls, then we're able to maybe be more aggressive. We're able to maybe flat hedge it at the line of the screen or we're able to even in hedge it if we want to. Now, we haven't done a lot of that, but we certainly can be more aggressive. Uh, with Lee in foul trouble, we leave her back. So that that's going to give her some room to operate. And, um, boy, when she got it going, I mean, Chrissy, on the one she banked in, Chrissy could not have guarded it any better. I mean, she took two fakes, two hesitation moves, a step back around the screen, gets to it. Um, it's just the way things go sometimes. She made a mistake on the one going low on her um, and heard misses. So, you know, but I think – Chrissy's size, physicality on Hurd, I think late, I, I think at least Hurd missed the one jumper at the elbow that was a big miss. So, uh, you know, we just got her to miss one one time enough, you know, and and, uh, and actually probably two since she missed the last three-quarter court uh, <laughs> shot, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought TCU made a good adjustment. They put us in a position of decision and, and – um, I felt a little limited wanting Lee on the floor with the way we were getting the ball to her. You know, would she end up in the second half 29? Yep. But from a defensive standpoint, how aggressive do you want to be and what are your options? And um, uh, we probably could have could have done a better job there. We'll talk more about Lee coming up at the other, other side of a break. When we return, we'll talk about uh, some of the aspects of, of Senior Day tomorrow and also the other questions we have from Twitter lined up. All that when we return on the Jeff Benny Show on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph when blam. Ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. 
America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly Adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council Back at the Jeff Biddy Show here on the K-State Sports Network from Mirfield IMG College. Brian Smolder with the head coach of the Wildcats, Jeff Biddy. Got a couple of questions from Twitter. In addition to uh, Facebook, you can give us a shout-out, 1-866-577-8228, or join us on the Facebook stream. Jump in with a question, talking with Coach Biddy about women's basketball. We had already a couple already on the Facebook side. Love to hear from you. Uh, if you have any others, um, we'll try and get to them. Uh, the question we have, uh, two questions come from Jay Stevens, who sent in a note ahead of the show uh, via Twitter. And he says, uh, at times, asking this to coach, at times you call for an extreme slowdown of the offense, running the shot clock to 10 seconds. The team generally looks lost during this. The results seem to be <laughs> bad shots. What is the strategy there for the fan who is watching that? <laughs> um yeah, we we were lost on a really simple play. <laughs> um, yeah, that was um, that was um, that was interesting. I, I I I presume you're wondering about the last minute and twenty seconds of the um, half when uh, Rachel and Taylor decided to square dance around the free throw line <laughs> of a, a play that we call well, it's just a stack ball screen action and. Um, uh, there are two intentions at that point. One, um, we're playing without Lee in foul trouble, so shorten the possessions. We've got a couple players out there winded, so let's get this action. That that particular action uh, isn't real complicated, but um, I think what you're seeing in that, we laughed about it at practice today. I actually had Rachel and Taylor get out there and demonstrate <laughs> what they did during the game because I had – the, the whole team was just dying laughing at him going, I don't know what they were doing. But anyways, <laughs> wasn't so funny last night, a lot funnier today. Right. But I think it's it's a lack of three games in five days. It's, uh, you know, that that's an action that we haven't ran in a while. That action was actually very successful against West Virginia when we were coming out of quarantine to kind of get some rest, uh, also be able to, to, to execute pick and pop, pick and roll depending on what your personnel is so yeah it didn't look very good last night I agree with that Jay Jay has uh, follows up with uh, a next question which uh, again uh, may have uh, a little bit of intent to it. it says seems like incredible games from Yoki and Chrissy saved our bacon against TCU it's, it didn't seem that way that is what happened uh, the result of the team seems to uh, the rest of the team sorry seems to struggle creating buckets out of the offense with those two out of the lineup how do we fix that well, I think you're asking a couple things. I think, uh, you know, obviously any team struggles when you have your top two scorers out of the lineup. That's not, you know, there, there's a, there's only a handful of teams across the country that can withstand those type of things and, and play well. So um, you just got to keep developing your other players and they've got to have confidence. And, and um, you know, there have been spurts where we have scored well with Yoki on the bench, and I think we've made strides there. You, you go to uh, Ebert has increased her scoring. Um, Goodson had it. We had players last night. There's, you know, one of the things that uh, we have a, 
you can look at it the other way. We have a 37-27 lead at half with Yoki having two points and the rest of the team four of 23. So you go, well, how in the heck do you have that happen? Well, you have a special half by Chrissy Carr. So, um, you know, it's, um, uh, yeah, those are things that um, I, I think – one of the things that we needed in a stretch where they were really surrounding Lee was some of our players to just shoot the ball with confidence. We had some players that needed to toe the line. And what I mean by that is get their toes on that three-point line or just off it. And when that ball comes to them, if they have their feet set, let's be ready to shoot the basketball. So um, anyways, I know that's a long-winded answer, but um, I think the development, we've, we have scored it better with Lee on the bench at times. But yes, I think every team struggles if their top two scorers aren't on the floor most of the time. And the Wildcats have seen others step up, as you said uh, and alluded to there. Sydney Goodson has popped for double figures in a couple of games this year. Emily Ebert, we've seen a rise out of her lately. Even Simone Goodrich, who had a tough night shooting last night. Uh, TC was kind of daring her to shoot last night, but she's had games of six, eight, uh, nine points here uh, down the stretch. So Wildcats do have some other weapons, just uh, looking for consistency, as, ev as everyone is down the stretch. All right, we'll take a break here, come back, talking about the Big 12 Conference, what's on the horizon, and, of course, for, to tease it now for three straight segments, we'll talk about Senior Day and the seniors for K-State, two of them to be honored at the game tomorrow, Ashley Ray and Sidney Goodson. Coach's thoughts on them when we return on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Success on game day starts with knowing your opponent. And when it comes to investing, you need to have a game plan too. Here are some stats you need to know. One out of every 10 people fall victim to investment fraud. And consumers lose about $50 billion annually to consumer financial fraud. The Kansas Insurance Department is here to help with a new website at smartinvestks.com. Have a game plan before you invest. Educate yourself on how to avoid scams at smartinvestks.com. What if sustainability were synonymous with U.S. soy? If energy efficiency, water quality, and soil health help define U.S. soy's value, that future is here, the time is now. To meet end-user demands, the Soybean Checkoff is committing to sustainability that's achievable, worthwhile, and enduring. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. Colbert Hills is more than the number one public golf course in Kansas. We offer stunning event space with top-notch service and a professional planner on staff. Whether you need a space for a small lunch meeting with your staff or an exclusive clubhouse for a large-scale celebration or wedding, Colbert Hills can accommodate your needs and budget. And you can always add golf to your events as well. Book an event and enjoy the best view in the Little Apple. And don't forget about Colbert's Bar and Grill for before and after K-State games. Check out the menu and daily specials at ColbertHills.com. Colbert Hills, your experience, our passion. This is Bill Snyder with some straight talk about opioid abuse. We're all taught to share, but giving someone your pain medication isn't generous. It's reckless. Yet one in five people prescribed an opioid admit to sharing it with others. These drugs can be dangerous, even deadly. Support the people you love. Store your medication securely and dispose of unused medication. If you're asked to share, say no. Help prevent opioid abuse among your friends and family before it starts. Learn more about safe storage and disposal at itmattersks.org. The Jeff Benny Show is being brought to you by MHK Dental in Manhattan. MHK Dental and Dr. Morgan Lewis-Smith are now accepting new patients. Call 537-2800 or visit mhkdental.com to book your appointment today. Brian Smolder along with Jeff Benny, the head coach of the Wildcats, and you. Thanks for, you for joining us here on the Facebook stream and also on the K-State Sports Network. Nate Lewis back at our studios. Caleb Menke and Jesse Piper with us here on site as well. Love to get your questions in. We've already answered a couple off of Facebook and Twitter. You can tweet at me, at Brian Smoller. You can also jump in on the Facebook live stream here and ask a question far away. We'll try and get it up and answered uh, to the coach. Senior Day activities will be held after the game tomorrow against West Virginia, the final home game for K-State as the Wildcats go after a little bit of their own sort of late-season push here. A win by Kansas State gives them still a shot at perhaps finishing seventh in the Big 12 and earning that 7-10 game in the nightcap of the opening day session up at the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City. Big game for West Virginia as well. They need just one more win in their final two games to clinch the number two seed uh, in the in the seating and in the regular season. So they look for that against K-State. And we're in the midst. Uh, West Virginia four in a row to finish the year. 
going into this game tomorrow night. More on them in a moment. Seniors for K-State, two to be honored at the game coach, uh, Ashley Ray and Sydney Goodson. Let's first start with uh, with Ashley, who's been here uh, for the, her entirety of her career, came from Gerard, Kansas, a multi-sport athlete, and a young lady that just seems to go in and with her lunch meal and go to work when she's asked to, and we saw it last night, a couple of big minutes uh, for you. When Lee was out with foul trouble, Ashley's been able to, to fill the void for you from here and there. Yeah, you know, that's been her role since she got here, and she's a great teammate, loves K-State, uh, strong uh, physical player down low, and has really, um, you know, been a nice addition. Plays the game with a lot of enthusiasm, and, and uh, yeah, just a great teammate all, all the way around, and, and kind of, uh, you know, one of the things that... Uh, most players would tell you about Ashley is there just aren't any bad days with Ashley. She's uh, she comes in, works, and uh, is always enthusiastic about it. And um, you got to have those kind of players that embrace their role, and she certainly has done that. She will definitely be missed. The the uh, sound of Ashley Ray over from the bench area will not be the same anymore uh, in, the, in the years to come. You have to figure out how to replicate her bench presence for you over there. <laughs> you know what? And this is a compliment to Ashley in that coach Halliburton's always like Ashley plays she does a great job out there and she goes but I'm going to tell you every time she plays the bench loses enthusiasm <laughs> and it's like she's just like man she's and I, I really think uh, Ashley's done some really good things in the post this year coming off the knee injury you know because she had a significant knee injury but um, yeah her enthusiasm her fun um, it's not quite as much fun, I don't think, on the bench with the COVID protocols of, you know, six feet apart and all those things. But um, uh, she's had a good career here and has uh, played her role very, very well. Uh, the next question we get uh, comes from a Ashley Nicole on Twitter who asks, uh, ask Coach Mitty if he'll miss me tonight on the radio. I need to hear his answer. <laughs> I will definitely miss Ashley. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, ask Ashley if she'll miss me. <laughs> that, that may be a better question, but uh, <laughs> it uh, we definitely will. Um, she's been an excellent. Uh, she's been an excellent senior and uh, uh, has come up big in some games uh, when we've needed her and with Yoki in foul trouble and and uh, filled that role very very well. Uh, another young lady that had a different career path to finish it here with K-State is Sydney Goodson, and it felt like it was only a uh, poetic uh, finish in some respects that she ends up here at K-State. I know it's uh, recruiting battles have been fought for her over the years, and it's just we saw Sid a lot when we were down at Texas Tech and always had uh, interaction with her, remembering her recruiting trip. So uh, great to have her finally in a Wildcat uniform. Sad that it had become a pandemic. You spoke to this earlier today just about – Goodson's impact on the team I think you were thinking that it was going to be hugely impactful and it still has but it may have been even more so impactful in a non-COVID type of season as opposed to what we had this season I, I think for fans uh, that may not understand what I'm talking about could you visit again what you were giving out to the press earlier today about Sydney's impact well, and I would also include, I didn't say this, uh, the question was a little bit different at the media session earlier, but I would include Ashley in that because they're both such good teammates and both uh, unifiers within their team. And uh, But Sydney, one of the things we noticed this summer was that, you know, Shark Week, she loves Shark Week, so she's got all the players wearing animal T-shirts and, you know, they're doing kind of stuff for shark week but yet they're not allowed to get together so you know we're having to do a uh, sit deal and you know sit in the gym and do stuff and you know I finally said to the staff I'm like you know we are really not able to have all the benefits that a player like Sydney gives you because she's constantly finding ways to get her teammates together, finding ways to get her teammates connected. And, um, yeah, in this crazy, crazy uh, year that we've had, um, those are the exact opposite of what you're doing during uh, COVID and the pandemic. Now, she has provided a nice lift for you at both the off guard and the point guard spot. Her role coming in here, did you envision her being a point guard, I suppose? And I know Sydney has fought through a bunch of stuff this year, trying to get healthy, stay healthy, and be in the lineup through contact tracing and the like. But uh, her offense, defense, her role for you, uh, again, providing a lift at a couple of different spots, it seems, not just one, uh, a one show uh, sort of uh, one talent player. 
Yeah, we felt like that she could come in and run some of the point and felt like she could do that. The problem is she suffered a pretty significant ankle injury and and a pretty significant uh, injury back in November and missed all that time. And uh, if you remember, she didn't even get back until, you know, the first game. So uh, then she had a couple different bouts with the COVID protocols and don't get me started on on that necessarily because I can you know I'm not allowed to go into a lot of detail on that but let's just say she missed uh, um, 22 days and a total of about 32 days before she could do anything full court so that's just not a good number for a player that's trying to lead a team um at the point position so during some of those long spells you know that's when I moved to Simone has been pretty consistent there she did go through the COVID protocols one time so we've just had a um, kind of a revolving door there and we've settled in a little bit here and now Sid's really playing more too although last night she she came in because they were playing off Goodrich so much we wanted to see if we could uh, uh, get them to play the perimeter a little bit more. And, and um, if not, that would give Sid some open shots. So she did a nice job at the point last night. Well, even though it's one season, she'll forever be a Wildcat. Great to see her smile and be around this team. And uh, wish we had her more than just the one year. But uh, yeah, seems, definitely. That seems great that she actually got to finish it here at K-State. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that um, – yeah, that's kind of a hard thing because, you know, she came here for, for a reason. We'd been uh, uh, successful in the postseason, and and, uh, and then this kind of crazy year happened. And uh, But she was just um, selected, um, uh, one of the very few select um, student-athletes across the country to be uh, welcomed into the So You Want to Be a Coach program. And so this is a very coveted uh, coaching program with the NCA. So um, that's good for her, and uh, I think she'll be a terrific coach in the future. Well, there you go. Some of the future plans of Sydney Goodson. We'll take a break. Come back after this word for your local stations on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. First, I hold my hands out like they're on a steering wheel. Then I look over my shoulder. One, okay, cool guy. Two, three times. Next, oh, I put it in reverse. Meep, meep, meep. Then I take it up and down, up, up, and down. And that, kiddos, is called the forklift. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now that's dancing. Sure beats flossing. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. My Shiro doesn't always wear a cape, but she always has time for a hug, a smile, for going the extra mile. My Shiro stretches every dollar, puts in long hours, puts others first. But now it's your time, Mom. When you're ready to retire, we want you to be able to enjoy it. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceretirement.org slash Shiro. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. It's time for today's STEM tip. Okay, you know recycling is important. No one wants plastic in the ocean. Here's a cool way to repurpose a plastic bottle. Build an awesome terrarium. Cut a large plastic bottle in half and fill the base with sand, pebbles, potting soil, and your favorite plant. I chose an African violet. Put the top of the bottle over your base and place it in the sun. Your plant will grow sealed in its own ecosystem. Fun, right? Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. Neil Armstrong waited six hours and 39 minutes to step onto the surface of the moon. Jackie Robinson waited 20 months to play his first game with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And even DiCaprio had to wait 22 years to win an Oscar. You can wait until your destination. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council.
Oil and natural gas production is the second largest industry in the state. It provides over 118,000 jobs and more than $3 billion in family income. Get the facts at kansasstrong.com. Brian Smoller, Jeff Mitty back with you on the Jeff Mitty Show. Big 12 action this week kind of spread out throughout the week as everybody tries to make up games before the Phillips 66 Big 12 Championship in Kansas City at Municipal Auditorium starting next Thursday. Uh, the next games are on Wednesday night. you got K-State hosting West Virginia, KU at Iowa State. Thursday sees TCU at Oklahoma, Saturday Baylor at Kansas, and then Texas at TCU on Sunday, K-State at Oklahoma, and the season wraps up on Monday with West Virginia at Baylor. Baylor has already won their 11th straight Big 12 championship, won it outright with a win over Texas yesterday, 64-57, to limited uh, Big 12 Player of the Year candidate Charlie Collier to just 12 points, fouled her out, and uh, Nelissa Smith had 18 in that game. Uh, as we look at the Big 12 and the awards that will be handed out, we kind of talked about this briefly last show, but the Player of the Year candidate in the Big 12, how often, uh, I guess, in, in your own voting, I know you, you'll get to that here coming up, do you vote the best player on the best team versus the player that put up the best numbers? Uh, we've seen both be awarded Player of the Years in the past. I can remember Oklahoma State coming away with um, a couple of Player of the Year awards when they necessarily were not the best team in the league or won the conference. So, the argument this year, of course, will be Melissa Smith going up against someone like a Charlie Collier or Ashley Jones or even a Lauren Hurd, for that matter, after what we saw last night. Uh, what's your take on the player of the year race, Jeff? Well, don't forget about Natasha Mack. Oh, I of course. She's, Absolutely. She's got to be in that discussion. I think it's a wide open, uh, wide, more wide open than it has been in the past. Uh, I think generally uh, if there's a clear cut best player on the best team, that's going to get it about 75 percent of the time. Not that Nylisa isn't, but I don't know that it's as clear-cut as it has been in the past, you know. Um, you've got a lot of uh, parity there at Baylor, and they haven't been – it's hard to say they haven't been as dominating because I think they're playing extremely well right now, but they've just got a lot of players that are really, really good with Dee Dee Richards, Moon Urson playing well. Uh, Dijanette Carrington's probably the newcomer of the year leader. And then yep. you go Queen Egbo. And, I mean, they, they're, they're just doing it different this year. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Ashley Jones was leading the country in scoring at one point. Natasha Mack is, um, you know, um, she's got to be in the top 15 or 20 in three or four different categories. And uh, they've had a, a fantastic year. Uh, don't forget about Gondrasek. Yep. I mean, she's a, she's another one. So we're, na we're naming more people this year. Now, what's, what's ironic is Charlie Collier, and here is the – Mock WNBA draft number one pick, whether she will or not, who knows. But, and, you know, we're talking about five or six players in, in the same breath with her. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and all of those people's, if any of those players win it that we just talked about, you would sit there and go, okay, I certainly could see an argument for someone else, but you're not going to argue against that person necessarily because they have the numbers uh, to back it up. Oklahoma, by the way, we didn't mention anybody from the Sooners, but Oklahoma playing as hot as anybody here down the stretch. Oklahoma has won seven of the last ten. They sit at eight and eight in the Big 12. They host the Cats to end the year. They have another home game, as we mentioned, with TCU on Thursday. Oklahoma wins those two games. They tie for fifth in the Big 12 with Texas if Texas should stumble uh, against TCU coming up uh, to end the year. Uh, Oklahoma, our net ranking of 66. Strength of schedule is 12th in the country. Is there any way Oklahoma sneaks into the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I think they've got a path. I mean, I do. I think uh, they got a path. You know, we talked you know, six weeks ago about, uh, you know, while they have short numbers, it's the happiest team on the bench, uh, or not bench, happiest team in the country probably because everybody's playing, everybody's contributing. Um, they're they're traveling to the games in a minivan. So, I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, they're playing extremely well. Um, this they're a, they're a matchup nightmare in turn. They spread you, they, you know, and, and, um, they they ISO Williams and they're going to ISO Williams and and she's had games of 30 plus and they got Taylor Robertson who's going to space the floor over there and then they got a couple freshmen that are playing uh, beyond their years and so they are they are and they are a uh, matchup nightmare and they seem to have 
a belief that they can win every night. They were down 10 against Texas with 315 to go. And, um, you know, Texas has some pretty good guards. And it's not like OU is going to get you to turn it over a bunch, or they haven't at least. Right. Um, and yet they get that game to overtime and um, find a way to win it in Austin. Uh, an unbelievable finish uh, to their game as well. Uh, back and forth with uh, Texas Tech tonight, but found a way to win that one down the stretch. So again, to playing with a short bench. They win at 88-78. Oklahoma red hot and a team that shoots close to 45% as a team from the floor. Just uh, uh, unbelievable offensive numbers put up by Oklahoma. All right, we'll take another break here. Come back. We'll look ahead for K-State when we return on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Making ends meet has always been a challenge, but lately, Additional new sources of energy have been driving up costs faster than we can keep up. For people on a fixed income, the impact of costly additional energy sources hits hard. Fact is, oil and natural gas remain the most economical energy source known to the world today, lifting up Kansas families with affordable, reliable energy. That makes all the difference for a Kansas family like mine. Get the facts about Kansas oil and natural gas. Oil and natural gas helps keep every Kansas family strong. It's college basketball time, and your neighborhood Dillon's is proud to sponsor the Dillon's Sunflower Showdown. If you're planning to have friends over for the big game, Dillon's has all you Wildcats and Jayhawks covered for all your game time foods. In our meat department, you can pick up sausages, hot dogs, ground beef or burgers or chili, and lots more. Grab some snacks and chips, stock the fridge with everyone's favorite frosty beverages, and you're set. Dillon's, partnering with Kansas communities for over 90 years. Frustrated with your current health care coverage? Kansans are saving up to 60% a month with Kansas Farm Bureau health plans. Choose from individual and family plans, short-term coverage, or dental and vision plans. It's quality coverage you can afford. Learn more and get a free quote by visiting kfbhealthplans.com or visiting a Farm Bureau financial services agent near you. K-Staters, make sure everyone knows you're a proud member of the Wildcat family with a K-State license plate on the back of your vehicle. Available with a $50 tax-deductible contribution, these special plates will let everyone know you are proud to be a Wildcat. With more than 10,000 K-State plates on the road today, the Alumni Association's license plate program has raised more than $5 million for scholarships and student recognition programs. Get a K-State license plate at your local DMV office. K-State Women's Basketball being brought to you by People State Bank, serving Wildcat fans since 1897. Visit them at psbbanks.com. People State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Brian Smolder along with Jeff Biddy as we get ready to preview what's ahead for the Wildcats. Ioka Lee will go into this game against West Virginia, leading the Big 12, ranking fourth in the country in field goal percentage at nearly 61%. She ranks seventh in the Big 12 in free throw percentage, nearly 82%. And she is the only player in Division I this season shooting over 60% from the field and over 80% from the line that has played any sort of uh, countable minutes. So Ioka Lee continues to be, and rightfully so, the focus of K-State's offense. Another young lady that probably would be in the player of the year discussion if K-State had played uh, and had been able to win more games early on in the season to this point. But it is what it is. Cats look for a strong finish, and they'll do so next up against a West Virginia team that had go all the way back to the beginning of uh, this stretch here in the new year after the COVID break for K-State. And the Wildcats up big late in that game. Wildcats led by 12 with four and a half minutes to go before West Virginia hit K-State with a 21-0 run to end the game. Is there anything from that game that you can still look at and, and apply to the game tomorrow night, or was it too long ago and two different teams ago uh, for have any bearing on tomorrow night? Yeah, probably both teams in such different places. You know, obviously we've talked about us coming out of the 30-day layoff and, and, and strategically it was just a different game. So, yeah, probably two teams in very different places. And, um, you know, they, they, they were missing Deans um, there. We were missing Ranky there. Um, we were coming out of uh, the, the protocol stuff. Um, you know, they're going to be missing Madison Smith. Um, we hope to have most everybody available for, for, for us. Um, uh, I don't know that they're missing Madison Smith for sure, but that's kind of the indication that, that, uh, 
we were getting. Um, so we'll just see. But uh, they're playing extremely well. They're scoring a lot of points. They're really, they're really balanced. Uh, that's been the strength of this team all year long, their balance of scoring. Uh, they've got numerous players that can score over 20 on any given night, whether it be Nyblock, Martinez, go over to, to, to Deans, go to Gondrazak. Um, yeah, they've just got a, a variety of players that can really, really hurt you offensively. One of the other areas uh, is Martinez on the glass. Uh, she's second in the Big 12 in rebounding, has just been a, coming off a game of 24 rebounds in the last outing against the Jayhawks. Uh, just what makes her such a great rebounder? She just got a terrific nose for the ball. It's not that she's super big. She is quick. She's She's got a good bounce to her. But the nose for the ball and, and the willingness to go every single time, um, she's just very, very talented and, and uh, the work ethic to do it. Cats will have to have a big body on her, no doubt, coming up in the ballgame uh, tomorrow. One last question for you before we take a break uh, is about this time of year. As we look forward to the Big 12 championship coming up in Kansas City, there could be possible rematches. As we mentioned before, K-State, with a couple of wins, could be the seventh seed and earn that seventh. Does that matter at this point? Are you pointing to those type of things uh, and talking about that at all? Uh, no, not no, not really. We're we're just trying to finish the best we can and trying to finish as high as we can. And and um, you know the matchups are going to take care of themselves. We went into this stretch wanting to get some momentum before the tournament. Um, felt like we were getting healthier. Felt like you know we'd had um, a good stretch of games. And um, yeah, we're just trying to finish as strong as we can as we as we get to the tournament. Uh, it's on the horizon. We'll talk more about that. Our last and final show on the Ma March 8th on uh, next Monday. We'll be previewing the Big 12 championship in earnest after the regular season finale. All right, we'll take our final break. Come back. Wrap things up with a coach on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Revitech fungicide from BASF has been specifically developed for the selective soybean grower who doesn't compromise. If you think good is good enough, if you're okay with just achieving rather than overachieving, if average is your goal, this is not the fungicide for you. Revitech fungicide, brand new chemistry, three no excuse modes of action, zero modes of compromise. Sounds like the fungicide for you. Revitech fungicide from BASF, that's smart. Always read and follow label directions. You can do your part to win the dang day by making small daily improvements such as eating more fruits and vegetables, living tobacco-free, and taking a short walk. All these things can make a great impact on your overall wellness. Join me, Chris Kleiman, head coach of the K-State Wildcats, along with Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas, Stormont Vale Health, and our PowerCat Health Partnership, encouraging all Kansas to live a healthier lifestyle. Learn more about the PowerCat Health Partnership by visiting kstatesports.com backslash Health. Biodiesel turns soybean oil, used cooking oils, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing that it drives more than 60,000 U.S. jobs and supports more than $11.4 billion in economic impact. Learn more about America's advanced biofuel at kansassoybeans.org slash biodiesel. A message from the Kansas Soybean Commission. The Soybean Checkoff. Progress powered by Kansas farmers. People's State Bank offers 10 convenient locations statewide. Whether you're looking for a loan, personal or business accounts, ATMs, mobile banking, or bill pay, PSB wants to help you. At People's State Bank, we take pride in our communities. Check us out at psbbanks.com. People's State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. About a minute left here on the Jeff Benny Show, presented to you by Powercat Sports Grill, where fans, friends, and families watch every game. This reminder, we'll have our final show of the year. It's a makeup show from back in January. We were just talking about the West Virginia game when K-State came back from their time off. We had a show that got postponed during that time because of K-State's COVID 
and contact tracing protocols. And we just decided to punt for one week. And that makeup show now will be on Monday, March 8th. So stay tuned for that. Next week, we'll be back uh, at the same time to wrap it up and talk about K-State finishing off the regular season. We hope on a winning streak and then getting ready for the Phillips 66 Big 12 Championship. I know the fans have been limited in their attendance. Hopefully we get a good crowd here on Wednesday to send these seniors off right and try to end this home game schedule on a three-game winning streak. I've been playing pretty good at home. Let's try and keep it going on Wednesday night. Yeah, I hope we have a good crowd for the seniors and, and, and for us wrapping up the home part. But, uh, yeah, it's been an unusual year. I appreciate the fans that have been there and cheered us on. It's, it's made a difference, definitely. No, no doubt about it. Uh, it got loud a couple times last night, both good and bad. People uh, getting on everybody as far as uh, what calls that didn't go their way and all that. Good emotion in the building uh, for the <laughs> ball game last night. We'll see if uh, that can carry over this week. Coach, appreciate the time. Best of luck on Wednesday night against West Virginia, then at Oklahoma on the weekend. All right, Brian. Thank you. That's Jeff Finney, head coach of the Wildcats, joining us on the show. Thanks to you for joining us as well on the Facebook stream for the aforementioned parties. Jeff Finney, Nate Lewis in our studios, Jesse Piper, Caleb Mankey, Brett Fultz, and Jay Molina. I'm Brian Smoller saying so long. Thank you for joining us on the Jeff Finney Show on the K-State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This has been the Jeff Mitty Show, brought to you by PowerCat Sports Grill, where fans, friends, and families watch every game. People's State Bank, serving Wildcat fans since 1897. People's State Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Kansas Strong, get the facts at kansasstrong.com. And by the Kansas Soybean Association, the Soybean Checkoff, progress powered by Kansas farmers. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the K-State Sports Network.